We're back with the Appetite for Construction podcast. I'm your host, John Mason Brick. I'm here with Tim. Tim's in a hotel room somewhere in a bunker. How you doing, Tim? <laughs> I am in a hotel room somewhere on the West Coast. Um, I'm doing well. How was the uh, comedy last night? So Nate Bergetzi. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of him, but he's uh, he's a good he's a good listen. He's got a couple uh, Netflix specials, so check him out. I catch him occasionally on a Instagram feed. And listen to little s- snippets that he'll he'll post, and he is is good, kind of clean comedy, but it's he's pretty funny. It is, but I will say, you know, there's Instagram posts. A lot of comedians they're not very funny on these little, you know, the short segments. But when you see, he's got one on there called the Tennessee Kid, and something else on Netflix. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Our discussion today may not be full of laughs, but it's going to be full of good content. Well, yeah, I um, I just found out that this morning I got a text from uh, my sister that said my brother-in-law has COVID, and I just saw him what Friday, so I'm waiting to see if the symptoms appear. Well, this will be the third or fourth time, probably in the last month and a half, that we've been traveling, and we get an email from someone, an association, mm-hmm. a company. Just in case you've traveled to our event, you may have COVID. <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's like the new normal, right? Like, it is. You know, we're, we're going to be around people. We're going to either get the flu or you're going to get, you know, COVID or you're going to get monkeypox. So take your pick which one you want. <laughs> I guess. Boy, that's a glass half full, isn't it? <laughs> that's right. That's right. But you know what? Um, you know, going back to the start of COVID, a lot of contractors, plumbers, HVAC guys were kind of fortunate that they were, um, what was the word, Tim? Employed. Essential. Well, yeah. <laughs> And uh, a lot of guys we talked to said that they were fairly busy, but there were a number of uh, contractors and businesses that didn't fare so well based on the size. And um, that's one of the things we're going to talk about today is uh, the Employee Retention Credit, ERC. So let's bring in our guest. His name is J.P. Lowry. He's the Senior Director of Business Development at Omega Accounting Solutions. J.P., how you doing? Doing good, guys. How are you guys doing? Good. As long as I don't have COVID symptoms, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like you said, it's the new normal. You're getting one of the three. Hopefully it's either COVID, not monkeypox. (laughs) Yeah. I shouldn't laugh about that, but um, I don't know. If we can't, Uh, if we can't laugh at it, then, you know, it's, it's too serious. You got to be able to laugh at things. Yeah. uh, In less than two years with Omega Accounting Solutions, um, you have helped lead the company to its current level of success and led the government tax credit division to its current $460 million in ERC refunds for more than 1,400 clients. So that's pretty impressive. I guess for people listening and the casual listener, what is an employee retention credit? Uh, The short and sweet of it is it's a refundable tax credit. Unlike, you know, most tax credits where you get an offset to your future liability with the government, this is actually coming back to businesses in the form of cash. So it's kind of unique. It's also unique in the fact that majority of businesses across the country will qualify for this, whereas other tax credits are highly specialized with only certain industries doing certain qualified activities can claim the credit. But for this one, in response to COVID, nearly every business in the country is eligible um, up to a certain size limit. So when you say credit, it's not it's not a loan, right? It's not a loan. It's not a grant. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's a check from the government. It's one of the few times the IRS is actually going to send you a check instead of asking for one. Oh yeah, wow. What's 
where do I sign up for that? No kidding. So you say most businesses can, I mean, drill down a little bit. I mean, our audience are made up of trade contractors and small business owners in the trades. What's the probability that those plumbing business owners or HVAC business owners or general contracting business owners might be eligible? As long as you have W-2 employees that are not the owner as well. So like the owner and his wife or his kids or whatever, they're not included. As long as you have W-2 employees, the chances that you'd be able to claim the credit are very high. Um, HVAC, general contractors, construction, electrical, plumbing. Um, we've worked with all of those groups. All of them have had great success with the employer retention credit. On average, most small businesses across the country are getting anywhere from a quarter of a million dollars up to about a half a million dollars larger businesses, 50 or more people, uh, it's not uncommon to see them get a million dollars back. What if you're a company with maybe just four or five employees? So the the max credit, the way it's calculated is you can get up to $5,000 per employee for 2020. And for 2021, you can get up to 21,000. So, you know, five people, if, you know, you maximize the credit, if you're able to do that based on the wages, you can get a hundred grand. You know, we've seen all kinds of small contractors claim that amount. And once they claim the amount, are they limited in what they can do with this cash? I mean, they can reinvest this in their company. They can give it as benefits to their employees. I mean, they can do whatever they want with it. Yeah, it's it's one of the it's one of the unique things. Unlike PPP loans, where you had to allocate, you know, the money that you're receiving to either your payroll or your overhead, this is money that the owner has complete control over. They can do whatever they want with it. They can take a vacation or they can you know, pay themselves back if they had to put money into the business during COVID, or they can pay it as benefits to their employees. They can do any number of things. Um, the money is taxable. They will have to pay tax on the money because it is coming in the form of a check. So they will have to pay you know, a tax allocation to it, but they can do whatever they want with it. So it almost seems too good to be true. Like you mentioned that the IRS is writing you a check. Um, I guess, you know, there's people who are either listening to this or have heard about this and they're like, okay, what's the catch? So what's the catch? The catch is, is that this, this is a unique credit and the mm-hmm. IRS is doing something they had never done before, which is they're just issuing checks. They're not auditing mm-hmm. these, these things up front. Mm-hmm. So if you're not careful in the way that you claim it and the way that you calculate the credit, if the IRS comes back to you and you haven't done the proper legwork, you could be in trouble with them for falsely claiming the credit. And that's why you should work with a reputable tax incentives professional to make sure that you're actually eligible, to make sure that you're calculating the credit correctly. That's the risk that you run. Um, you know, we make the analogy, it's kind of like driving a car. You drive mm. the car, you run the risk of getting a speeding ticket, right? But you follow the posted speed limit signs, the risk is mitigated. Same kind of thing right. here. If they took PP. Uh, money during COVID, that doesn't affect anything with this ERC credit, correct? So this that, that's a unique thing. So when they originally passed the CARES Act, which created you know PPP loans and the ERC, the act originally mm-hmm. said that businesses had to choose one or the other. You had to, had to take the loan or you had to take the tax credit. And then later, as the pandemic dragged on, they amended the CARES Act. And one of the amendments, it said that they can now do both problem was by that time, so many businesses had taken so many PPP loans, all their CPA groups were so busy with all the PPP work, they stopped paying attention to the tax credit. So most businesses aren't aware that that changed. So they didn't pay attention. Um, So no, it doesn't preclude you from claiming the ERC. The one thing you cannot do is you cannot double dip the wages. So when a business owner took PPP loans, 
they had to allocate so much of the proceeds to cover payroll. And when they did that, we have to identify that coverage period and exclude those wages from the calculation of the ERC. But you know, even with that, the ERC is so much larger than PPP loans that there's usually excess wages. So it doesn't really have much of an effect. How is the ERC claim then? So it's actually claimed, it's very unique. It's claimed through amending your 941 quarterly payroll filing with the federal government. Every quarter, you know, usually your payroll company will supply the federal government with what's called a 941, which is a summary of the payroll you paid and the tax allocation related to that. So you go back and amend that form through a 941X. That's the easy part. The hard part's calculating the credit and making sure you're eligible. So then I assume this because I kind of know the answer, but that's where you guys are involved. You guys Correct. assist the company in making sure that all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. And then um, certainly whatever refunds are available, you may take a portion of that as your as your fee, Correct. Correct. Yeah. Our, our fee is contingent upon us being able to get you qualified and get you paid. If you know, we're not able to qualify you. There's no fee associated with our service. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> and, <laughs> and over what period can a business claim the ERC? That's a great question. And that's a little bit more complicated. It's not as straightforward. Every quarter from 2020, you file your payroll tax, your payroll tax records, your 941. And you have three years from that filing date to amend that quarter. So the easiest way to look at it is you have until 2024 Q3 to claim the credit for 2021 Q3. If that doesn't make sense, happy to explain it again. But I mean, it's just, it kind of bleeds off every quarter is the way to look at it. So your last period to claim any money is going to be Q3 of 2024. So if a listener out there is interested, how do they contact you, JP? You can go to www.omega-accounting.com. And on our website, there is a very simple form fill to request more information. One of our professionals will reach out to you within 24 hours and uh, explain the program. Now, I'm curious. And there's also omegataxcredits.com. Sorry about that, Tim. Yeah, that's the actual site that we've got on our website that audience members can link to. I'm curious, what got you into this industry? You know, we're a 15-year-old accounting firm. We've been doing fractional CFO and fractional controller work in California for the last 15 years. And about five years ago, we started working with our construction clients on the research and development tax credit, which is a little more complicated credit. But once the CARES Act was passed, you know, we identified the ERC and our expertise in working in the R&D credit just was perfect for this. So we grew our staff pretty quickly to accommodate our clients. We went from about 100 clients in California to just over, I think it's 2,000 clients, half a billion dollars just in the last 10 months claimed. That's kind of where we're at. And, you know, our staff went from 15 to 115. Just to reiterate, for over 15 years, Omega Accounting Solutions has been a champion of small to mid-sized businesses, empowering owners to make informed business decisions. As an accounting and data firm, Omega helps business owners navigate the complexities of the accounting process, particularly for the enormous opportunities around the ERC or employee retention credit. And again, JP, how do they get in touch with you? You can go to www.omegataxcredits.com and there's a simple form fill there and you can just enter your information and we'll be in touch. Cool. Anything else like we didn't cover or, you know, people, you know, should know about? Again, there's, there's a lot of activity around this credit right now. You're probably even seeing commercials. If you're listening to any sports radio or any radio at all, you're probably hearing commercials. Mm -hmm. The thing you want to 
be sure that you're doing is you're working with a reputable business that was established prior to COVID. Um, yeah. You know, anytime the government's handing out massive amounts of money, there's a, yeah. there's a large amount of fraud that comes along with it. So you yeah. want to make sure you're working with somebody who's reputable, who has a background in the, in the incentive space, and they know what they're doing. Well, thank you for uh, jumping on and, and informing us and educating us about this. It's a, it's a pretty good opportunity for uh, for the listeners out there that uh, are eligible for this. So thank you for jumping on. Absolutely.